Jabroni, J-A-B-R-O-N-I-X-Y-Z-A-B-C. Oh, it doesn't matter, you spell Jabroni. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of the Two Jabronis with a Wrestling Podcast. BJ Cruz here with my tag team partner, the man who went rogue and dropped a solo episode without me over the weekend, the incomparable Jeremy Loss. Jay, how does it feel to be a complete and utter traitor? <laughs> I I had no choice. That that show on Sunday night was so Saturday. Good. Sat- oh, wait, no. No, wait. It you was were, on Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. You're right. This is why you and did I the show. I was literally like, pacing around my room after watching because i watch these shows in my room because my wife doesn't let me watch it in like the the living room because she doesn't want the kids to watch it so i'm watching this in my room, yeah and i'm like legit like pacing because i'm like so excited watching this stuff so i was like all right i'm doing this i don't care um so i'm sorry i betrayed you but i had to do it no it was, it was a uh it was a it was a good show it was a great show i take that back very timely but the seeds of a heel turn very uh hangman <laughs> page are you're just you're just planting them and it's uh it's not even you're not even playing around like hangman is you know just it's uh i was i, f- I felt my, my wife was You're like gonna get a chair shot next time i see you. i know my wife was like i just got a new episode on my on my phone did did jeremy do this without you she really thought <laughs> that we were beefing uh so that was that was incredible uh we are of course brought to you by the blue wire network the my most favorite podcast network in the entire world please don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you download your podcasts and if you're one of our fantastic apple podcast users please 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 rate us five stars on apple podcasts and if you're feeling spicy leave a review and make sure you follow us on social you can follow us at two jabronis pod on twitter instagram and in the br app um if you guys want to be nice for us uh, because we're getting close to our one year anniversary coming up at wrestlemania AEW just released some new um, action figures, so if you want to get us one of those, that'd be great. Uh, you can <laughs> you should, can check them should... out on our on our Twitter account. We uh, let's we start a GoFundMe. We should start a GoFundMe for for people to buy us action figures. <laughs> if they release an Orange Cassidy one, we one hundred percent need it. We'll we'll have to go fifty fifty on that and leave it in the yeah. studio. <laughs> so it'll be like four bucks each. Um, <laughs> ab ab so freaking lutely. Also, uh, big news. From a personal standpoint, for both of us, we bought tickets to Double or Nothing. Uh, have not. Why, wasn't, why didn't we lead with this? I've totally forgot about it. I I have not told my wife yet. So if you're listening, Karen, guess what? Um, <laughs> we're going to Vegas. We're going to Vegas uh, Memorial Day weekend. So we, but we did buy Double or Nothing tickets. So we we're very very excited to be heading to. This is our first work trip. Our first official podcast work trip. We'll be heading out there Memorial Day weekend for Double or Nothing and uh, hopefully a couple of the events before and after. Yeah, definitely. I want to try to, like, if they're doing a StarCast, I want us to at least get out there and uh, and mingle a little bit. Uh, we probably won't be able to get a spot, but, hey, who knows? Weird yeah. things have happened. It'll, um, <laughs> it'll be But, tough, yeah, we're yeah. definitely excited to get out there. Um, I mean, that's the, fur- that's the furthest west that the AEW has gone so far, so the fact that we can actually go out there and, um, see an AEW show live, it's going to be really, really exciting. They do seem allergic uh, to the West Coast. I'm starting right? to get annoyed. So I'm, I'm glad that they're going to be here. So yeah, hopefully, I mean, maybe they like maybe around double or, double or nothing is when they like start a West Coast swing. 
um, and maybe we get to see them a couple times. We might be able to catch a, a dynamite maybe in the Bay Area, and then we'll, uh, we'll maybe it's the go home show. Who knows? I don't know. Wish wishful thinking, wishful booking. Uh, all that being said, we've got, we've got a couple of things to talk about, despite Jeremy doing an episode without me earlier this week. So that's going to lead us into the main event. And for this week's main event, which it's actually a co-main event on this show, uh, I didn't get to drop my takes on Takeover Portland, which was an incredible show. You obviously heard Jeremy's. Uh, I believe it was on. We drop it. It was, sun, it was like Sunday, right after the show. Yeah, it was immediately after. On Sunday, very, yeah. very timely. Um, so you know, I, I got a couple of thoughts. Um, again, it was it was a freaking incredible show. Um, the highlight for me. And I, I did feel bad for everyone else who went after them. Was Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic, man? Like that was, like, man, it, it was a special big man match. It, it really, it was. I, I, I watched it with my mouth agape, like the whole time, because, right, I, you know, I, I had to watch it after, after, after it went live. Um, so I kind of had. I'd seen some tweets and you would talk to you texted me and said, yo, dude, you got to watch this. And so I kind of went in with a bar of expectation. I left that match. I I don't smoke, but I felt like I needed a cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) It was it was so freaking good, man. And like like Keith Lee, you know, he's he's got the rocket strapped to him. He's going to be a freaking megastar. Dijakovic is a monster as well. And like, again, I think we've talked about this on the show. Like he has a he has Vince guy written all over him, right? Like he's he's gonna be probably a future champ. He just kind of has that look that Vince loves to kind of put in the spotlight. But I mean, Keith Lee was like he's already put on star performance after star performance. This match and specifically was unbelievable to watch, and I I just left absolutely blown away. Uh, I I know you felt the same, but. Man, I'm still like thinking about it a few days yeah. later. I mean, like the fact that this like kickstarted the card and it just like set you on this ride where you're like, all right, this is how the night's going to go. Like you're like, oh, shit. Like the moment I saw like when they were outside of the ring uh, next to the announced tables and like Dijakovic jumped off the top rope and did a somersault into Keith Lee, who was sitting in a chair. I was like, oh, oh my God. I was like, so they're going for all the stars tonight. And they were just putting on like move after move that both of those guys of that size shouldn't be able to do. Keith Lee did a moonsault or Herna Karana uh, on Djokovic, who's like six seven, and Keith Lee is three twenty five. Like that shit shouldn't happen. Right from standing, uh, it wasn't like he had any extra elevation. He just jumped up and straight up Hurricane Rana at him like he was fucking Rey Mysterio. It was yeah, oh right. My God. It's like oh, we're watching like these massive dudes do cruiserweight a cruiserweight match, and then like. Um, the way they finished was really strong. Everything about it was just like it, it progressively got better and better and better. Um, and I'm really excited the fact that they're probably just going to run this back at WrestleMania weekend. It um, seems to be headed that way, yeah. And I'm like, I'm I'm really in on it. The one thing I would say is for the story build, I'm not particularly interested in Dijakovic on the mic because he is god awful sure like last night he came out and called out keith lee and he like fell flat until keith got on the mic and then keith obviously has like unlimited charisma and was like okay yeah we're just gonna go ahead and do this um so i mean that match was great what do you think about the tegan knox uh dakota kai match because that one was surprising to me like i was not expecting it to be super brutal and it blew me away 
Yeah, I enjoyed it as well. I think they had the, (laughs) it was like the most unfortunate spot on the card, right? It's just because everyone was friggin' blown away by Keith Lee and Dominic Djokovic. That's not to take away from what Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox put together. Uh, I thought it was an incredible match. Like, you take away the opener, and let's say, like, this was the opener in theory. Like, that's an incredible match. That's an incredible opening match. Like a st- like standalone, it, it's fantastic. The ending for me was a little wonky. Like I I I literally had to text you to ask you uh, who Raquel Gonzalez was. <laughs> You're like I'm not entirely sure either. Um, obviously yeah. she's in the PC, uh, so you know no disrespect intended. It was just like, um, you know, with this feud and and the match that in the way that it was going, it was like oh this is fun, like this is great, like this is this is a classic blood feud. Um, and then this random person just comes in to uh, kind of interrupt the proceedings was a little a little funky for me. But other than that, overall, very good. Yeah, I, I mean, when when she came out and interfered, everybody like it was like a audible like who is that? Like nobody knew. And then obviously she threw Tegan through the table with the worst table spot I've it seen in a break. long time. What was up with these tables? Goodness not breaking. Gracious man, I felt so bad for Tegan. That table spot looked like it sucked. Like it looked like it hurt really bad. Um, I mean, now we're gonna get them in a cage next week on or next week or the week after on NXT. It's yeah, two weeks. So or um, yeah, yeah, two weeks. So maybe that'll be the the official blow off. Um, but yeah, I was. I it, this one kind of just like exceeded expectations to a level that like really kind of set me on a high for the rest of the night. Um, and then it just kind of casually led into Finn versus Gargano, which was. As expected. I mean, it was just all around solid. Too, just, just too good. Like, they went three for three. Um, yep. And, like, three for three really well done matches. And, I mean, you know, go looking at this card uh, on paper before the actual pay-per-view itself, I, I think, you know, if you're a wrestling fan, you knew it was going to be a banger, like, just from top to bottom. But you, you, you always, as a wrestling fan, I feel like we have this, this thing in our brain where we're like we're expecting to be disappointed right and mm-hmm. it it was just strange to kind of get through three matches and you're like well this is freaking incredible <laughs> right and it just it kind of just kept going you know um so it, overall you know the obviously charlotte coming to challenge uh ria was was fantastic that obviously just kind of puts ria like shoots her straight to the top and and again just kind of solidifies NXT as a legitimate third brand which you know they've been trying to do and that's huge for the freaking Royal Rumble winner to pick NXT mm-hmm. I'm sure that'll be part of the storyline moving forward uh the broser weights I, I I forgot where I I heard this but I I do like the fact that you know yes they are kind of a mismatched pair and they were kind of thrown together for for the dusty tournament but in a sense, it's like they're kind of resetting the tag team division, right? Because Undisputed Era is running roughshod over the entire division for a very, very long time. Um, and like the Broser Witch could, could be the reset for that, where other right. tag teams will just get in the picture. Obviously, Undisputed, I'm sure, will will remain in that picture from time to time because, you know, they're the stalwarts. But it, it is refreshing to see, you know, two new dudes with those titles uh, and just something different. Um, and and that's that's always refreshing. So that was and that was really cool. Super over. Oh, like they are crazy over. over. And like they ha- they started doing those vignettes where they're sneaking on a Triple H's plane. They have they have merch. Uh, so how much I, fish could a 
could oh Bobby Fish fry? What a Bobby shirt. Fish could fry fish? Yeah. Did I get it right? I, I, I stopped listening after you said it because I know it's super hard to do. But it's, I feel like I got it right. You probably did. But it's, it's a, that's a fantastic shirt. Like they, yeah. they already have two shirts. They've been together for what, a couple weeks? They already have two shirts. And About both, a month. Yeah. They've been, yeah. Both very I mean, good shirts. Yeah. I, I really like what they're doing here. And eventually, like, we're going to get a split that's going to really pay off for both of them. But, I mean, this odd couple pairing that they're doing and the story that they're doing, like the vignettes, everything is just really working and it's getting over with the fans. Like they probably had the loudest pop in terms of like post-match um, at TakeOver. Like when they won, the place exploded um, and the match was really solid. I mean, it's tough to get a, a bad match out of, with those four guys. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm excited. And then obviously like this just kind of played like into the the main event which was cole versus champo like basically it was on cole to make sure that they kept the belt um and it was a really good match uh it, really good yeah it was going toward great um and then the shenanigans happened and then they were starting to do like god mode for for champa like he was literally fighting off four guys um so it was getting a little out of hand and he was kicking out of everything I know um, how much you hate that, by the way. <laughs> Just I mean, too many was, near falls. It was very close to being like a little out of hand. Yeah. Um, and then obviously we got the turn, um, which kind of saved it uh, in my eyes because like it, it just needed something. And, and that having Gargano turn heel really kind of saved it and put it in the right direction. Uh, and now sets us up for the the biggest blood feud of blood feud of all at, at Mania weekend. Um, what did you feel about it? Because like. Like I said, like it was really good, but it, it had a chance to be great, and they just kind of fumbled it at the end. I enjoyed it, um, I would say, 80% um, of the way. I, the shenanigans with, like, I'm a Undisputed Era stan, right? Like, I I didn't even realize on Sunday I was wearing an Undisputed Era shirt, like, under a sweater. Um, and, like, I was, at the end of the night, I was taking off my sweater, and I was like, oh, shit, I'm wearing the shirt. I didn't even realize it, right? Like, <laughs> that's how much I love these guys as a group. I do think sometimes, like, they make... Cole look like a weak champion uh, because right. he's like undisputed era is always on the wings, like ready to ready to get in there. And it's like, we got to give at some point we got to give Cole just like a legitimate win, right? Like he's going to go down as one of like, the best NXT champions ever, because I do think he's that good. Um, and he did win it kind of straight up when he initially got it from Gargano Gargano. But um, hopefully just if he's going to have an extended run, they do kind of give him just a, just straight up wins and show that he is yes he's he can be a chicken shit heel but he can also be one of the best in the business and a friggin' badass right like right we they just kind of need that I do love the the Johnny turn I do think he kind of needed something to freshen his character up uh, because kind of playing the you know the white meat baby face probably I mean even for him it's probably getting a little boring and to kind of have the flip of him turning on Champa when that had happened before was was kind of dope. So um and, and this kind of frees up now this I think frees up Finn to kind of go for the NXT title, which he kind of teased when he first arrived a few months ago. But um you know that that I, I have think, a take on that and, and we okay. can talk about this. We'll talk about it now. Um like obviously they're gonna they're gonna announce or Finn teased what he was gonna announce his his plans next week on NXT. I have a feeling it's actually going to be Dream. Um, 
I think it's oh, Dream right. versus Cole at, at Mania. I think now with Dream like fully entrenched in like a feud against Undisputed, why not put him in the in the main title picture? He was great as a North American title uh holder and he's he's a star. Like I understand that you want to put Finn in there and and trust me, like I was all for Finn facing Cole at Mania for a long time. But now with with Dream back and the way they've kind of built that story already, like let's do that. Let's have that match at Mania at Mania weekend. You can put Finn in with somebody else. Like you can have Finn uh I don't know. Like I don't I'm like drawing a blank. Maybe you can put him in there with, with Keith Lee or you could um Oh, that's interesting. Kind of take Dijakovic out. Maybe call maybe throw Dijakovic onto uh Raw or SmackDown. And then yeah, maybe. Finn in there. I, I, but my only I, thing with that is like Finn Finn was the first universal champion, right? Like right. he is he's arguably the biggest name that they have on that roster right now. And I get that they've kind of been easing him back into NXT and, you know, not throwing him into the title picture right away was probably a good idea um, in the long run because it got Ciampa back into people's minds. But, like, if you have this dude and you have WrestleMania coming up, like WrestleMania weekend, and you want to highlight the best that NXT has to offer, like like 30 minutes with Finn Balor and Adam Cole like you have to have no soul or are not a wrestling fan at all <laughs> to not want to see that. Right. But yeah. to your point, I do think dream belongs in the conversation. So I do think a triple threat match between them would be interesting. That would be interesting. Um, yeah. I mean, the one drawback with Finn Cole, and we've talked about this before is it would be heel heel. Right. Um, so if you threw dream in there, you at least you get a baby face. Sure. So, I mean, Fuck it. I mean, we're we're just gonna kind of we'll come to a an agreement here and say we we want the triple threat match. I'm fucking in on that. No, I'm, I'm with you because Dream, uh, you, like NXT missed him when he was gone with injury, right? Like you you you, you just kind of felt that void that he left. So at, hey man, throw him in there, and he's already we we've been I feel like we've been talking about this dude forever, and we have I think since the iteration of this show. Like this dude is a freaking mega star in the making, right? It's, and he's it's, like twenty three. Yeah, it's just like, a matter of time before he he is the face of the company. So I mean, look, strike while the iron's hot. Throw throw him in there. Why not? Yeah. Um, All right, um, I'm in on it. All right, so let's let's move on. Um, we're gonna get through this next section really quick. Let's blow through this. Both yeah. of us don't care about it. Uh, we're gonna do a quick super showdown preview. We know it's next Thursday, um, and we record on Wednesdays, but we want to make sure that we're giving this as long of a tale. As possible. So, quick Super Showdown preview. We have the New Day versus the Miz and John Morrison for the SmackDown Tag Titles. I feel like they put it on the Miz and John Morrison. I have I have that feeling too. I I'm hoping the New Day retains. Um, just because you and I were talking before we started recording, like the way they've done Kofi has been kind of shitty. Um, like he just dropped the title to Brock again right. in like eight seconds and never back in the title picture again. Like yeah, they just like fully buried him. Like what? And you know they they have given him these other other avenues. Like you know, obviously him and the New Day have their podcast, and he you know him and Woods and, and E are still killing it on on up up down down. But it's like, dude, like he he was one of the like his run as champion was legitimate. It was fun. It was it was engaging. I don't I don't know. It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, and so that's why I'm kind of hoping that they keep the titles on them. 
for uh, for a super showdown. Next up, we're, we're just we're just running through all the matches. Um, everyone's favorite champion who has not defended the title since November. <laughs> Brock Lesnar. That's actually facts, by the way. He has not defended November the title. November 24th of Survivor Series. Since Survivor Series is the finally defending the title after, oh, I don't know, three months uh, or two months. I'm sorry. Brock Lesnar is defending the WWE Championship against Ricochet in what I think is a great spot for Ricochet. I think I actually think this match is going to be pretty decent. There's no friggin' way Brock is losing it, but I think it's going to be, a, it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be good. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be like a three to five minute like match that actually has some interesting spots. Like Ricochet is going to get his offense. He'll get some offense in, yeah. Um, and Brock will sell for him. But yeah, there's no there's no chance in hell Brock loses the belt. Because, they're, I mean, they're already setting it up for Drew to dethrone him at Mania. Like that's just, right. that's what it is. Um, and that makes um, the most sense. And then sense. for like the upteenth time, we are getting Roman Reigns versus King Corbin. But this time in a cage. You know they they love these dog related matches uh, with 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 Roman and King Corbin dog food. Now they're just throwing throwing them in a cage. At some point, you have to feel like they're gonna fight in like the in some sort of like dog shelter, some sort of dog be shelter like a dog match. match. Yeah. Oh, oh, dog collar match. There you go. I didn't even. I went. I went completely off the rails with a like an abandoned <laughs> shelter with dogs like barking through the cages. I like. I do like the dog collar match, but uh, we got a regular cage match between Reigns and Corbin. I mean, I've got Reigns winning it. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is the time when Reigns goes on like, like a Golden State Warriors like prime run where like he wins like every match. I appreciate that reference. Thank you. I mean, that's like the only team that pops into my mind that went on like some crazy (laughs) win streak. So yeah. Um, 2011 or 2012 Miami heat. win streak. The 32 game one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, 27 games just starts like getting shit together for, for mania. So, um, definitely think he wins. The next match is probably going to be the, the match where everybody throws stuff at the TV. Um, and that's going to be, the Fiend versus Goldberg with the red light. It is back. Um, it's weird that they would advertise that. Hey, guess what? The thing the that thing everyone that hates hate is, <laughs> is going to be back in Saudi Arabia in an open stadium where the red light will be less effective. Uh, right. It's, it's this is my like this is my nightmare match. You have some thoughts on <laughs> you have some. Thoughts. Not only is the red light back, but there is a hundred percent chance that Goldberg wins this belt. See, I I don't know, man. I think this is. I disagree. I disagree. I I like. I just think if they put the belt on Goldberg in this match, like you you kill the fiend. You kill him, murder. You can't bounce back from this. You can't bounce back as the fiend if you lose to Goldberg in like what's probably would be like a squash match ish type of length. I don't know. So I just have this feeling that Bray's gonna retain, and that's just gonna add to his legend. Of him adding Goldberg to his wall in the Firefly Funhouse. See, I just don't, I don't foresee them bringing Goldberg back for him to lose. Um, but he also can't be like you can't have two absentee champions. You know, like Goldberg's not going to be on TV that often. Like, let's say he does win the championship, right? Like, they're not going to put him back on TV unless you're thinking like, okay, maybe Goldberg wins it at Super Showdown for like for the ratings there and, and the ratings pop and to to appease the prince. But like 
Bray wins it right back because like Goldberg can't I he can't run a full schedule. This is the this is the scenario that I have in my head that just makes too much sense for it not to happen. Goldberg wins, defends it at Elimination Chamber, probably against the Fiend again. So he wins, defends it, goes to Mania, faces Roman, who's going to win the Elimination Chamber. We'll talk about it more later. Um, faces Roman at WrestleMania. So it's Goldberg Roman. The Fiend faces John Cena at WrestleMania. Oh, sweet Jesus. That's and right. that's your, that like, that was the, the Fiend uh... gets his revenge against John Cena. Makes too much sense for it not to happen. Will it happen? I don't know. That's just where I'm kind of, that's where my head is at. I'm like fully expecting the worst. Cause like if everything goes the way that I would like for it to happen, the Fiend wins, the Fiend defends the Elimination Chamber. We get the Fiend versus Roman at WrestleMania. Right. Like that's, that's, that's the money match. Right. And I think, yeah. I think they just, they've just invested too much in the Fiend right now. They kind of just shit all over him, essentially. I don't know. I mean, I see your point and like it, it, maybe I'm fighting against it. Pretty like, vehemently because like, it's my nightmare. <laughs> I see well. your point saying like it's tough to bring the fiend back if he loses to Goldberg, but the way you get him back is if he beats John Cena at Mania. Yeah, which is which is which is very fair. All right, um, now moving on to another important match for the uh, super important. the <laughs> first annual first ever the two week trophy. I'll let you. I'll, I'll let me give you two seconds. So you can Google what the hell that is. <laughs> Great. Okay. For the two-week trophy, we've got AJ Styles. We've got Andrade. We've got Bobby Lashley. We've got Eric Rowan. We've got R-Truth and Rusev in a a gauntlet match. Is that right? For for the trophy? Um, Look, I'm going to pick the... I'm going to spend the amount of time to pick this match the same amount of time as I do XFL games. So I'm going to pick Andrade. Okay, I'm picking AJ Styles strictly for the fact that he's probably going to face Undertaker at Mania. Oh, he needs so momentum. He needs That's a good pick. Sort of, but we're going to differ. Okay, I'm with you. I like it. Uh, then we've got Bailey taking either on Carmella or Naomi. Uh, that person will be determined on... So you're probably listening to this on Friday morning, on tonight's SmackDown. So by the time you listen to this, this actually may be decided. Uh, I do think Bailey will be retaining... Whoever she yep. faces, uh, whoever she faces against, and will be dropping it at Mania as well. Yes, and yes, and I think it's against Naomi both times. Oh, I, I do. Naomi yeah, yeah. Wins it at sure Mania. It. Yeah, agreed. And then also, this, Naomi's been fucking fire since the, she came back. This, um, like she's not completely repackaged, but the new, the new gear and the new, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it. it's a really like a refreshed look. It's dope, man. It's it's yeah, killer. There's like a whole new vibe great, around man. her where it's like. Oh, I forgot how dope she is, and maybe she's that's so honest, good. Like but... she's she like when we look back on her time. Uh, obviously, she started out with Rodas Clay, and like that was just a waste of her talent. But like she's super underrated. She's so good. Like she's great in the ring. She has great ring presence. She has she's super athletic, and uh, she has like charisma, and she really knows how to like get her character over. I love her. Um, I just wish they give her more shine because she deserves it. She's great. Yeah, absolutely. And then to wrap up, we've got the last match of the night. We've got Seth Rollins and don't call him buddy anymore, Murphy, taking on the Street Profits. I have a feeling 
the street profits are walking out of here with the belts. I oh, think we want the smoke. They definitely we wear the belt. Want the smoke. I need uh I want. I have their shirt. I want the new sweater that they have, the red one that just says "We want the smoke." It's incredible. I, I just think... want the. I want the like the old school, um, new uh, no limit records shirt. Oh, you know I have that about? one. I have that one. Is that the one you have? Yeah. God, that's such, a, that's uh, such a dope shirt. A tip for everyone who buys shirts from WWE shop: all great shirts. Um, buy a size up. Because the dryer will screw you. I don't. Am, am I the only person who dries my shirts still? Like yes, because I don't. I hang dry. God, I know that. I, mean, I, I hang, know that problem. I hang dry a lot of my shirts, um, but there's just times where you're like, you know, you're just in, you're in robot mode, and you're like, I gotta get this laundry done, uh, and unfortunately, that one made it into the dryer, and oh. it, it's, uh, it's, it's not a great look. I have to wear. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you hate to see it, as a couple of our friends would say. You hate to see it, but they will be the new Raw Tag Team Champions. So with all that, we're gonna take a quick break to talk about our friends over at Bet Online. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all things sports. We got March Madness, the Masters, and Major League Baseball opening day right around the corner. Bet on the Astros. Bet, bet on the Astros getting like pinned or like getting getting beaned by balls like the first day. Yeah, leadoff hitter is gonna get a fastball right to the dome. Bet online right? has you covered for all your latest news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. The best part: when you sign up, you receive a fifty percent welcome bonus. The Deontay Wilder. Tyson Fury rematch goes down this Saturday night, a WWE favorite. We can't think of a better way to wager on this fight than doing it with actual free money. Head over to betonline.ag and use our promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. We signed up, and I already put money on Tyson Fury. I think he's going to win this match. Wow. Uh, it's super wow. easy, and, okay. and if you're already into betting, it's a fantastic way to support this this podcast. Again, that's promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, when you sign up at betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. We do got to figure out, we do a lot of XFL picks in the show. I don't know if you can bet on XFL. Like, open, I'm, I'm sure you can. Happen because our I've friends over the money at, on the DC Defenders. Look, man, I'm riding with my St. Louis Battlehawks till the end. Um, <laughs> Did you happen to, I mean... We'll, we'll save it actually for the XFL segment. We, we have our there XFL segment. Want to talk yeah. about. Absolutely. Uh, let's let's dive into the Wednesday Night Wars real, real quick. There, there's one thing I want to talk about, and it's this. Cody Rhodes is a crazy person. He is legitimately, I love him to death. I He is, I think what he's done with this, with AEW and this company, I think he's amazing in the ring, on the mic. This dude is nuts. Like that was batshit crazy what he did last night. Can we just talk about this? Like he obviously. So you, you know how when people do things off the top of the cage, they'll linger, right? Because they're like, oh, I want you to see this, or they're like, they're trying to get their bearings and they're trying to aim or or whatever, right? Yeah. This man climbed up so fast and then just did the moonsault with absolutely. No regard for his well-being. And 
upon I saw so I I didn't get to watch it live because I was working last night. I was coming home on Instagram. They they had posted it. I audibly in my car screamed no, <laughs> like it was a like he was a dear friend who was doing something in, insanely stupid, but it was it incredible was bananas. Like I watched it live, and I didn't even get like normally when this stuff happens, you get the buildup and you're like, oh no, don't do it, don't do it. Like remember when Champa actually slammed Cole off the top? Right, of he held him there. The cage, like he held him there, and you and, like, saw him protect him. Yeah. Like you said, like he climbed to the top and that cage was massive. It was so high. Uh, <laughs> it was like unnecessarily and... high. I don't know who yeah, did, whoever was... designed the AEW cage. Bring that shit down, man. Take take a couple feet <laughs> off the top. It was crazy how high it was. So yeah, he climbed to the top and then just immediately jumped. And like m- mid-flight, I was like, holy shit. Um, and, and big ups to Wardlow for catching him too. Because that was That crazy. was huge. Yeah, I mean, like... Th- Another reason why I was so concerned with how fast he went was like I didn't know if Wardlow was in position to catch him or to yeah. at least receive the bump. So that was again that that was absolutely nuts and also like incredible. Cody really likes to blade because he seems to be he's, opened up every match. Now. He's not afraid to bleed, man. He's he's he definitely was, not he afraid was, to bleed. He hit a gusher last night and it was it was all over the place. So um, it was a great moment because now we have. We have the MJF Cody match at, at Revolution, which we've all expected was going to happen. We were all wanting it to happen. So um, now that's official. Uh, last night we also had uh, the Bucks win the tag team battle, battle royale, royale, which was a yeah. mess. I mean, it was it was all over the place. Uh, I mean, battle royales in general are are messy, but to have a tag team in it was a little weird. Uh, you know my biggest Nick problem Jackson. with their battle royals is like they have them all start in the ring at the same time. I hate that. And then and, like the other option is what they do for the buy-in, where they would have groups come out. That's like, almost worse though. <laughs> like it's like let's not give any of these people their own individual entrance. It's like the, yeah, I get and their... they all walk down the ramp together. Yeah, and like, it's perfectly super, fine. Then it's they super get in, awkward. They yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's super awkward. Um, yeah, Nick Jackson carried the load last night and actually won the the battle royale for the Bucks. He hit Sammy Guevara. Like, do you remember the Shawn Michaels, uh, Shelton Benjamin spot yes. from way way back in yes. the day where like, the he amazing, super kicked super kick, Yeah, yeah, yeah. They pulled that spot last night and it did not go well. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sammy Guevara ate that boot like he ate it hard. It kicked the shit out of him. Um, but yeah, we're gonna get the Bucks versus Hangman and, and Omega at Revolution, and we're gonna get the turn. I just don't know where it's coming from. Uh, we've been speculating that it's gonna be Hangman, but what if it's Omega? I mean, that'd be kind of dope, to be honest, because the way they're setting it up is it's almost too obvious, right? That it's gonna be Hangman. Remember when the when, ironically, I'm gonna reference another AEW guy, but when John Moxley was Dean Ambrose in the shield and they were like oh is he gonna turn and like he'd do these things where he'd like literally be in the middle of two factions that he could consider joining and you're like oh he's yeah. definitely gonna turn like they're, they're kind of doing that with hangman where it's like it's almost too much where you're like well obviously he's gonna freaking turn and but if they if they throw a swerve and it's kenny ooh, sign me up i love that love me yeah, some of if, that or if it's like Obvious, or if it's the other way around, where like Hangman and the Bucks turn on Kenny, yeah, have them go heel. That'd be dope. I I'm fucking in on that. Like I like that. Yeah. Um, 
but it's one of one of the two is going to happen. Like we're getting something a revolution. It just uh, it just has the, to. Like they're going to break up the elite for at least now. I think that makes the most sense. Speaking, you know, keeping in in the tag team uh, realm, like that match that uh, Omega and Hangman had uh, against with the Lucha Bros against the Lucha Bros was fire. It was great. Yeah, I mean, that was. I I wasn't expecting it to be that good. Like I should expect it to be that good because you have three of the best like workers in the world plus Hangman who's really good as well. Um, but like a lot of their matches lately have been kind of sloppy and and you can kind of tell that they're setting spots up and it's not really it doesn't flow. Last night's was really good. Uh, they told the story. They it, it flowed. It had high octane offense and it was just great. Um, and he had the comeback by Omega and Kenny or Omega and, and Hangman. So I really enjoyed it. I thought it was one of the best they've had in a long time when it comes to the tag team division. Um, obviously their tag team division is head and shoulders above the WWE's. It's not even fucking close. Um, so to see that match happen on a on a dynamite was was great to see. Uh shifting gears over to uh NXT. To me, like obviously the main event was Dream versus Roddy, but the biggest moment for me came with Bianca calling out Charlotte and I had seen some some rumblings on on social on Sunday night after after uh, takeover that like don't be surprised if they do Bianca versus Charlotte on NXT to pop a number and it seems like they're going to do that like they're going to do that at some random point on an NXT show that's they're going to have Bianca face with Charlotte that's a great point especially given so every week we monitor you know AEW versus NXT numbers and the past couple of weeks, AEW's had a comfortable lead on NXT, right? And yep. probably rightfully so, because they're the only show for AEW right now, and WWE has two other options. But if they want to, if they want to spike some ratings, Bianca versus Charlotte on a Wednesday, I, I would turn. I mean, I would, yeah, I would absolutely turn from Dynamite to NXT for that. So, yeah. um, I, I still hope that they're not hinting. I know, I know, you're you're a fan of this idea a little bit more than I am of inserting Bianca Belair into the Charlotte Rhea feud for Mania and making it a triple threat simply because I, I just want Charlotte and Rhea to go at it at Mania. And I think it'll be incredible. Uh, just a little, little one-on-one match, well, but Rhea's into that idea as well. Yeah. Like Rhea yeah, yeah, did something. She is. She had with some interview where she's like, I'm not opposed to the idea of throwing Bianca in there. So, yeah. I mean, and, but Rhea's also like super young and she's super like, new to the the wrestlemania stage and i i I've, man the triple threat matches in a main event setting are just never it, i don't know i'm not i'm like not the biggest fan uh especially at mania i, I know obviously they did it, and uh, i think that's my biggest thing is they just did it last year right they, right. they just had becky charlotte and ronda in a triple threat so i kind of just want charlotte and Rhea to turn the ha- tear the house down themselves. That's that, that that's really all it is. Um, next up, we got we had I should say, Velveteen Dream making his in ring return against Rod Roderick Strong. Uh, Dream comes out on top with uh, Undisputed Era kicking his ass after the match. We kind of talked about this earlier, but you would hypothesize like, what if we get Dream versus Cole? Uh, I I do think they're gonna try to draw this out because. Um, man, Roddy when he's like fired up, he's good, man. Like he's really good. Yeah, he's really really good. And like he's not the of the four of them, I would say he's probably like not the best on the mic. 
But when I would he put him like third because I, I actually like uh, Kyle O'Reilly. On I the like mic. Kyle. Kyle's very good. Him, he has like just a really like quirky attitude. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And Bobby Fish is whatever, but yeah, I would put Roddy probably third there. Obviously, Cole is head and shoulders above everybody right. else, but like he's he's a stud. But uh, I do think they're gonna milk this Roddy dream thing. Long. Like you can't just. Oh, so end... you think this is that mania? It could be. I mean, look, you just don't put another man's wife and child on your pants and have it end just after one match. You know, right. that's that's my real life takeaway from it. Real life slash wrestling takeaway from it. Like if if there's another dude out there who had like my wife and daughter on his pants, like we're gonna fight forever. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. <laughs> that's just not Definitely. that's just not how it's gonna end. So there was that. And then Another solid match from NXT. Not, I shouldn't say that like I'm surprised, but uh, Jordan Devlin defended the Cruiserweight title against the former champion, Leo Rush. Uh, Jordan Devlin able to retain against Leo Rush, but man, what a, that was a really, really good match. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, I like Jordan Devlin. The more I watch him, uh, the more and more I'm impressed. Uh, he just has like this attitude of a certain wrestler that I'm not going to name his name. Um, because his name is forbidden. He's like Voldemort. Um, and you may be picking it up on it, like picking up the vibe, but like he has like he has that attitude and that's that snarl, and obviously the same kind of style that kind of reminds me of this wrestler. Please tell me you know who I'm kind of thinking of. Who are you talking about? <laughs> I've oh, literally man. been sitting here for Ben Law. Like... like he reminds oh. me of Ben Law. I don't want to say his name, oh, but like Yeah. Wow. He has the similar I'm... like vibe to him. Um damn it. No, it's fine. I understand what you're saying. I'm not gonna cut that out because you make don't a very cut it out. It's you, make, fine. you make a very valid point. And um, you know. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean I like it. And Leo Rush is really good too. And and like I, I'm I'm really happy that he's back and he's he's actually working. Like obviously he had his issues backstage and he came back and won the cruiserweight belt, but like I just like the fact that he's on TV on a more regular basis. He's just too good not to be. Um and I think he's found a home on NXT. And I think the fact that 205, the, the Cruiserweight division is is on NXT plus 205 Live, which is still on for whatever reason, like, um, and they're bringing it over to NXT UK. It just gives them more opportunity to work. And Leo is one of those guys yeah. that definitely needs those opportunities because he just, he's he's really quality in the ring on the mic. And he's he has a really good character. So um, I'm enjoying what they're doing with the 205 belt or the Cruiserweight belt. I think the next time they're going to defend it as is at NXT UK takeover, whenever that one is, man, Jordan uh, Devlin is working though. Like if he's going to be the champ, right? Like, and he's got to defend on both sides of the pond. That's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of freaking flyer miles well, for like, my dude, doing, man. They're bringing a lot of the UK guys over like the grizzled young vets were on yeah, last like, night as yeah. well. Like, and they seem to I be think they're eventually going to, I have a feeling they're going to challenge for the tag belts at mania. Yeah, I mean, given their pro, like they cut a promo last night, so I was like, yeah, these dudes are kind of here to stay, man. Like, yeah, and they're good too. They're they really are, good. They're very. Their good. name sucks. I was actually telling my wife about this last night. I was like, we're watching it, and she's like, what does their name mean? I was like, I don't know. It's stupid, but like, it's it is what it is. Like right. their name kind of sucks. Like I like calling them G R uh, uh, G Y V. But I don't like calling them Grizzled Young Veterans. <laughs> yeah, WWE GYB or NXT cool. needs a new uh, three initial tag team since DIY is basically about to split up. 
again. Uh, let's dive into some quick news and notes before we get into the meat of the podcast. And by the meat of the podcast, I mean our <laughs> this is XFL, officially an XFL podcast. Yeah, this, is, this is actually an XFL podcast disguised as a wrestling podcast. <laughs> uh, real quick on the news and notes. Unfortunately, man, big bummer. Samoa Joe injured again in the probably the dumbest way I've ever heard during a commercial shoot where he, for some reason, took a table spot and hurt his shoulder so he will be out a a quote from uh from very reputable source Ryan Satin a considerable amount of time that is, is a huge bummer this is bonkers this is like jeff kent getting hurt like washing his car for your giant fans right. out there yeah, or yeah, like yeah. thanks for that reminder jackass or like somebody like <laughs> pulling an oblique muscle while they're sneezing like what what are we doing here? Like, why are we taking table spots why? for a fucking commercial? Who, first of all, I want to know the commercial so I won't go out and buy this product because they endangered Samoa Joe, whom, who we are both huge fans of. Um, and, I mean, look, they're probably going to find a way for him to stay in the limelight, probably put him back in the booth, like on Raw or something like that, because he was very good at that. But yeah. man, like, why would you? Like, he just came back from injury. Why would you put him in this position? It just seems so irresponsible, almost. Yeah, right? and like we were lining up a possible Murphy Seth Rollins versus KO and Samoa Joe match of Mania, which would have been fire for the tag, like so throw the good. tag titles in there. And that's why I think, I do think, um, the Street Profits are going to take the tag titles from Seth and Murphy as well because it's like th- there's no reason for. Like Seth and and this new faction that he has, they can run into Mania with no titles and just and create havoc in some way. So side note, this little thing that they're doing, the Monday Night Messiah, like everything and the sermons that they're putting oh on. My God, dude, it's so good. It's I'm loving Seth Rollins again. It's in, dude, I, you know Seth is feeling himself again because one, they brought the podium up, right? Like he has like a right. podium. Two, the jacket choice, shirtless jacket choice incredible like everything about it i'm just like this asshole like all i can think about when i look at him is like he's a smug asshole and yeah. i'm loving him. and he should be like yes if i was a, if, I, if i called myself the messiah with a man bun i would absolutely wear that jacket as like, well like this is exactly what he needed on a character on the character side of things like because we've talked about this before like he was super stale and for them to switch it and go to this like i'm fully bought back in on him um, and I'm like, I'm, I haven't been this high on Seth since probably pre mania last year. Right. Where he was, he was absolutely on fire. Speaking right. of on fire, uh, another, another bummer in the news. Well, yeah. Like we referenced this earlier, like the red light coming back. Like, Oh my God, this, this is just like the worst thing imaginable. <sighs> Why? They didn't realize that like everybody was so happy at SummerSlam or what? Not SummerSlam survivor series. Wait, Royal rumble. Jesus. I'm way off. Um, that the light was gone and now they're going to bring it back and they're just going to make this Goldberg match even worse. So, you know, I'm, I'm like getting to the point where I'm out on the fiend just because I don't want to see the red light. Um, it's, it's just, it, it literally burns the eyes. Like it's not good for us to watch this. It just makes it so hard to watch the action, and it's like really hard, and it shouldn't be that way. It's our man. It, so that was a huge bummer. Hopefully, this is like something that like Vince has got a huge heart on for. Like he has to be like <laughs> yeah. every time in meetings. Like I want the goddamn red light. He probably has meetings, probably with just the red light on, 
and everyone is completely discombobulated once they leave. Yeah. And like, oh man. So maybe that's actually, we should probably ask Vince, like, dude, dude. Like what's with your red light fetish? Like let's let's talk about this. And maybe this is, maybe we shouldn't make fun of until we fully understand what's actually happening. I'm just kidding. I maybe there's hate like a it. medical reason behind why he needs to have the red light on at all times. No, I hate it. I hate it so much. Yeah, um, it's, all <laughs> right, moving on to the next pay per view, which is actually coming up. Like we have, so like just to run through the calendar that we have in the next few few weeks. Like you, we have, dude, you did this right before we hopped on. And it's I wild. almost I almost had a stroke. <laughs> it's oh Super God. Showdown on Thursday the 27th. Revolution on Saturday the 29th. And then we have Elimination Chamber on Sunday, March or yeah, March 8th. So it's like pay-per-view, pay-per-view, pay-per-view. So be prepared for a shit ton of wrestling. Um the women's elimination chamber match has been officially announced. So we have Natalia versus Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler versus Alska versus Ruby Riot versus Sarah Logan. Fire. Love it. It's really good. There's no chance in hell that sh- that Shayna doesn't walk out of this as the chance. Right. As the winner. They have the right. They have the Riot Squad, Natalia, Oscar, <laughs> and Shayna Baszler. Shayna is yeah. walking out of this thing. This as is Shayna's chance. Like if they don't put it, like, if Shayna doesn't win, the arena is gonna burn down. Like we've already started the build towards Shayna at Shayna versus Becky at Mania. This is just gonna solidify it. Yep. And then the rumored men's match is Roman. Daniel Bryan. Yes, yes. Braun Strowman. Yes. King Corbin. Yes. Shinsuke. Yes. Can you guess the last one? Uh, Six. It's super, yeah, so one more. I'm going to go Seth Rollins. Safe bet? Safe that bet. That is a safe bet, but wrong. I'll give you one more guess. Uh, Let me see. Face, face, heel. Oh. Oh, wait, no. That's another face. So it could be another uh, could be another heel. Uh let's go with let's go with uh fuck it. Let's pick another face. Let's go Kevin Owens. That is a really solid guess. That is also wrong. Robert motherfucking rude. What? Wait. Is that what? Are are you joking? That is the rumored lineup. Now, obviously, this is not finalized, but there is an image going around that apparently was shown during a Raw that had Robert Roode in the elimination chamber. Not Dolph Ziggler. Robert not Roode? Dolph Ziggler. Not Kofi Kingston. Oh, and not even Elias. What? Robert Roode. Not AJ Styles, no? No. Not Andrade. Not Umberto Carrillo. Like... What are we doing here? What? Is this like, this must be like, if he's in it, like if it's officially like he's in it, then it must be like in his contract that he needs to be in like one main event a year. What? I, I'm a little baffled. <laughs> it's like Roman, Brian, Braun, King, Neck all make sense. All you have, make perfect sense. Brian was just in a title match. Roman is going to be in a title match. Braun is the IC title holder. Knock was the former IC title holder. Oh, but wait. Is- so my guess is actually we're shitty because this is all clearly SmackDown, right? Roman SmackDown. Are Brian. they doing a Raw one? No, because they already have a ch- like. This is to determine the challenger for Mania, right? Raw already has right. their challenger for Mania. So okay. So both of my guesses were shit to begin with. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but yeah. I definitely would have picked. I definitely would have picked Dolph before Rude. 
and I'm kind of bummed out now that it's him. Uh, and Kofi's sitting there. Kofi just stroking his eighth tag team title belt. Uh, that's man, what the what the hell? This is a wild. Like, yeah, that's wild. What a strange, strange occurrence. Anyway. Uh, sticking to the SmackDown side of things, we do have a, a, a bit of a reunion on what's going to be tonight's SmackDown, uh, since you're going to be listening to this on Friday. We got the Bellas coming back. They're going to be guests on A Moment of Bliss with Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. This is likely a Hall of Fame announcement, I'm guessing. Uh, oh, 100%. Yeah. So they're, they're mean, definitely not wrestling. They're both pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> they are both pregnant. That would be, oh man, you want you want to start some headlines. Vince would put some pregnant woman into a wrestling match. And, He's like, uh, look at here. I know you guys are pregnant at all, but you're taking bumps. Yeah, this <laughs> is some good shit. Um, um, yeah, I mean, th- this it has to be their their Hall of Fame announcement. Um, isn't Cena going to be on this show too? Oh or was my, he on last week? No, he's going to be. On, wow, that's that's. This was misplanned. Cena and an ex-girlfriend on the same show? What are we doing here? Oh, no, wait. No, no. Cena's coming on next week. Is it next week? God. Yeah, see, my, my weeks month. are all jacked no, up. No, it's the long weekend kind of messed everything up. So, it, yeah, it, so, it's bad. So it's, um, it's fine. And then also, like, the other rumor announcement for the Hall of Fame is, is JBL. Um, so JBL looks to be joining the class. Uh, his Hall of Fame announcement will be really awkward because uh, though he has he has the uh, resume, he has the resume. It. he's got the resume. He is notoriously a giant dick and <laughs> very questionable personal choices. Uh, let's so just, let's just put it. That I mean, way. I'm I guess I'm into it. This Hall of Fame ceremony is going to be long as hell because there's a lot already like added. Yeah, um, they seem to get longer and longer and longer and less and less interesting. Um, obviously last year we had somebody get their ass kicked because they, they rushed they the tried ring, to but, yeah I do think uh, I do think next year at Wrestlemania 37 where we will be in attendance right. I do think they're gonna induct some some dope people because it's in LA and I, I think they're gonna want to put on a friggin show so let's just the rock still hasn't been in, in, inducted yet they they might save it for next next year. Oh, that's definitely that would be. By the way, did you happen incredible. to watch that video of the Rock at the at the performance center? Like, obviously he was there for his daughter, and like he was he was teaching, but like it was did really I, fucking cool. Did I watch it or did I play it on an endless loop while I went to sleep? Uh, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> I saw it. It was incredible. Got goosebumps when he like stepped in the ring. Was like, hey, can I show you something? I was like, yo, oh, yeah. what the. F-? So that was that was freaking incredible. Um, and you know his his daughter's doing her thing out there and he was trying like i don't know i mean you probably feel this way too like as a as a as a dad now just like looking at your daughter when you're like you're trying to like let them do their own thing but you also want to teach them stuff like i can just imagine like what rock was feeling in that moment of like yo this is dope like this is crazy so like you definitely want your your child to be their own person but at the same time you want to kind of guide them yeah and like and give them lessons and i could totally see that what he was trying to do just in those like couple like minutes that they were actually on video together like he's trying to teach her lessons but also like saying like don't just like follow me um it was really touching and it's also really cool just to see how uh involved he is and and willing like he is a busy man like he's probably one of the more busy men in in the world because he does so much shit and for him to take out time uh not only for his daughter but for everybody 
everybody else at the performance center it was like really really cool to see and like show how down to earth he is and he even talked about his vision board yeah um, someone asked him about it that was uh that was that was freaking awesome i don't know how all those nxt people kind of kept their stuff together like especially the people that like, worked with him like in the ring for right like, i would i would have been like shaking yeah i would have i would have defecated in my pants <laughs> just like uh <laughs> this is these are all my dreams coming true um all right so let's let's wrap up this show with what everyone came for xfl the best picks. so a real a real real quick update for xfl picks uh we split last week's picks we went two and two uh respectively so I'm now sitting at a cool five and three, a little bit above five hundred. Jay, you're sitting at you're sitting at five hundred. So you know, great great work there. We're doing a good job here. Like if we can find if if Bet Online allows XFL bets, we'd be winning some money. Oh, absolutely. And we're going to use that free money because we get you know fifty percent off a fifty percent off bonus upon signing up. So yeah, everyone should do that. All right, let's let's pick these games real real quick. So. First game, we are going. We have the Houston Roughnecks taking on the Tampa Bay Vipers. Jay, who do you got? Uh, I got the Roughnecks. Roughnecks look really good. Roughnecks sitting at a firm two and zero. Uh, the Vipers, unfortunately, at zero and two. I I also have to go with the Roughnecks. I'm not I'm not going to take an L here. This is the damn thing, it. That's, that's I was kind of hoping you would take a risk here and go with the Vipers. No, it's all right. I, I, I'll now go first. So uh, okay. so next up, we've got. The Dallas Renegades sitting at a crisp one and one, taking on the Seattle Dragons. Also at one and one, uh, there's no way I can pick against the Dragons. That's just my stance because they have an awesome name. So I'm going with the Dragons. Yes. All right. I'm taking. I'm taking the Renegades. There it is. There's the difference. All, All right. right. This is where I. This is where I start making my uh, <laughs> this my is run what, here. This is what, this uh, is the it. next game we have the Guardians versus the Battlehawks. I already know who you're taking. <laughs> Please. St. Louis Battlehawks till I die, baby. So I'm taking the Battlehawks too because. Wow. Okay. Did you watch the game? I watched the DC Defenders versus the Guardians last week, and the Guardians legit had a meltdown. Like so, the the play or the the QB going off the field at halftime said like, "Hey, we need to do a better like." Excuse game plan me. His name is Matt McGloin, and you will right. show him the proper respect. Former Raiders quarterback Matt McGloin. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Went off the field saying we gotta we gotta do a better job with the the game plan. Comes out, throws two picks, and then the coach says we gotta protect the ball. And then he gets he pulls McGloin. McGloin's on the side of the on the sideline getting interviewed, and he's just shit talking the the coach. And I'm like, hell yeah, this is why I like the XFL because they're not afraid to talk shit about each other while they're in the middle of a game. So also I'm saw all in the on uh, the first double forward pass, which was phenomenal. Yeah. So yeah, um, I can't I can't go with the Guardians. They look like shit. Um, and then lastly, the DC Defenders versus the Wildcats. This is an easy um, pick. Come on, if... I, I'm taking the Defenders. That's my squad. I have to as well, simply because it's two and zero taking an Owen on an Owen two team. Like unless the and the Wildcats, let's just be frank, not great. You know who's better? No, they look terrible. The uh, the High School Musical Wildcats look better than the LA Wildcats. Oh so my God. That's what we're going. Hey, with. have you watched High School the Musical the Musical the series? Uh, I'm ash- I'm not ashamed to say that I absolutely have because my wife loves that show. Loves is it. Is that is it actually good? It's not bad. It's very. Um, did you did you watch Glee when it was on? I watched maybe like a half a season. It's very it has the same vibes. It's it's not your classic Disney show. It's 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 pretty uh it's pretty up there. It's 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 pretty solid. 
It's pretty solid. That's, yeah, that's all. Like, the premise is interesting to me because like it's the very name meta. Is it's very yeah. It's it's the name is hilarious. It's still like pretty meta in that there's a lot of references, but like it's it's good. I I would recommend. I would. Okay. That's that's what I, I mean. Saying. I'm watching like tomorrow is a big day for me. The Clone Wars come back. Oh, it does. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna be watching that for the foreseeable future, but um, I might have to check it out because I'm running out of things to watch on Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, um, I debated on like the moment the Mandalorian ended. I was debating on like canceling it and then getting it back whenever the Clone Wars came back, but I stuck it out. So I mean, Cl- Disney Plus is probably on your ho- on at your house like every night. You guys are well, yes, because my wife is a <laughs> massive Disney fa- Disney fan, but also because if you're a Verizon subscriber, you get it free for a year. So I'm like. This is incredible. Um, yeah. Anyway, this is not a plug for Disney Plus or Verizon because they don't pay us. But uh, that's but just quality products. The, but the, you know, let's, let's wrap this up. We're fans. Um, yeah. Don't forget. to Really quick. Sorry. Go uh, ahead. Make sure you guys follow us on social at Two Jabronis Pod on Twitter, Instagram, in the BR app. Um, interact with us. If you want to buy us those AEW uh, dolls, go ahead and do that too. Hey, hey, uh, hey, hey! Not dolls. Action figures. Action figures. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. Yeah, um, but yeah, make sure you follow us on social to Jabroni's Pod um, on all three accounts. Um, and don't yeah. forget to subscribe to the show wherever you download your podcasts. And if you're one of our fantastic Apple Podcast users, please, please, please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Or if you don't like us, drop us the one star. Don't be like this mf whoever whoever left us the two-star review hey hey guess what you're a jabroni and we don't like you because go all the (laughs) way with the hate or be a fan don't leave a two-star review that's right i'm cutting a promo on your ass right now because you know what's better than one star that's it absolutely absolutely and you know what you know what's better than two stars two jabronis we'll see you guys later have a good week holy shit (laughs) oh my god peace